0: Welcome to The Awaken The Awesome podcast with your host, Olivier D. This is Awaken The Awesome, a podcast where we acknowledge that we are all in this together through enlightening conversations and personal insights we like to engage with individuals just like you who show us how they are bringing a little bit of awesomeness along their individual journeys. Our hope is to inspire you to always keep pushing and to stay awesome along the way. Welcome back, Awesome Tribe. I'm actually incredibly excited to share today's episode with you all. It sounds foolish, but the humility and focus that goes into each of these episodes sometimes pulls me away from the obvious, which is the fact that when you do good and send kindness into the universe, people do notice and incredible things tend to happen. This ATA adventure started from nothing, yet here we are, still here, still connecting with incredible guests, having deeper and more meaningful conversations, bringing you the knowledge and insights that I believe will best serve you, and of course, being grateful for your amazing support along the way. As we near the end of 2021 and use this year-end tradition to reflect on the year that's been, you guys know it's never easy to decide who I'm going to willingly choose to hand over the keys to the castle to as I subject myself to the hot seat. Fortunately, trust is something Erika Darbouz and I certainly agree on. I've had a tremendous respect for Erika's work as the dedicated CEO and founder of Haiti's Corner. Her expertise as a digital marketing strategist has certainly been essential in her mission to introduce the Haitian culture to the world by providing export marketing services to Haitian manufacturers. This, of course, with the hopes to eventually place Haitian brands in stores around the world. With such a powerful mission on her plate, it's safe to say that Erika knows how to take on a challenge. When a random follow on Instagram gives birth to such a genuine and heartfelt friendship, I was thrilled when she didn't flinch and graciously accepted to take on the reins as the guest host. From an avid listener and loyal supporter to having been a guest herself, Erika admittedly humbled me on this one. And I do not say this lightly. As you'll soon get to hear, through laughter, heart, and some incredible attention to detail, she skillfully provided the necessary space for me to dive into the uncomfortable past, acknowledge the powerful present, and rejoice for the upcoming future. A real gem of an episode, which I do hope you'll enjoy. So let's get into this. Awaken in the Awesome. Episode 163, the year-end special, with guest host Erika Darbus. Here we go. Uh, first of all, it's always nice to keep in touch with you. I know we always keep in touch all, like, you know, over the Instagrams and the WhatsApps and the voice notes and like you know, the high-fives and the emojis and stuff, but... Like having you back on the platform, like just leading up to this call, I have to say, because it's weird from random follow, no, from random like likes to follows to DMs to just like, hey, what's up? What do you do? So what do you do? And then yeah. like, sure, let's be on my podcast. And then like that in itself turned into a friendship. That in itself, there's like mutual support, and it's one of those things that I'm incredibly grateful for. To know, like you closing out the year with, I could I could pick so many people. No, not really. There's a lot. There's a very few people that I could trust with "quote unquote" my baby. (laughs) But making this a yearly tradition, it's always like you know who 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 am I gonna who am I gonna give this to? Like who who can I trust actually? Like you know, help me close out the year because it's been a heavy year. Who's like who's in my corner? Like who cares? Like who would care enough to actually carry this mantle? There are a few people but you're definitely on top of that list. And for that, no fluffy intro. I really want to thank you for again, you know, saying yes. And, you know, just accepting this huge responsibility, (laughs) (laughs) you know, just, just being here, man. I, I know I'm not, I'm just like, you know, making a fluffy intro for absolutely nothing, but I just want to say thank you for being here, man. It's a pleasure to connect with you again. Thanks so much for doing this. I appreciate you.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me. Honestly, now I'm blushing. It's it's really an honor to be on your secret place. It's really great to be back to the awakened, the awesome platform. And I want to start by doing what you religiously do with every single guest that is that have been on your platform. Oh, and because gosh. I'm an avid listener, I know. <laughs> so I want to take a second to celebrate you, Olivia, for who you are and the tremendous impact that you make in people's life through this podcast. I really, really, truly applaud you for having stayed through the hard days, the exhaustion, the discouragement, the kids, doing homeworks with them and still managing to show up for yourself in this platform because the work that you do definitely goes beyond the rating, the likes and the share ratios. So thank you on behalf of your listeners, on behalf of those who have found solace, motivation, wisdom, guidance, knowledge through your podcast Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's such an like honored. I'm really, really honored, humble, and grateful. Thank you.
0: Oh man. Okay. That's a wrap. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> ugh. Uh, you can't see me, but I'm like, oh, the guys can't see you. The thing is, see, again, it's the humility kicking in. And I'm still learning to actually navigate through that. But hearing this from you, like, you know, all the sincerity, I know there's a lot of sincerity behind it. So I don't negate yeah. that in any way. And I really do. I'm grateful for that. It really means a lot. Hearing that from you. And I know it resonates across the listeners. And, you know, it's it's something It's very humbling. And, yeah, you know, you're welcome.
1: You're, you're welcome. <laughs> that's what right. I can say. That's right. <laughs> So because of how special this episode is, I really want us to start in the most conspicuous way to begin an interview. Um, You are the host of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. Mm -hmm. You've welcomed a multitude of guests on your platform. And together, we've learned about what makes them awesome. So how would you describe, how would you best describe yourself? Who is Olivier Day, the host of the Awaken the Awesome podcast? And what makes you awesome?
0: Oh wow! Yeah, she's really hitting me at the jugular. Okay, and I promise, I promise, full transparency and honesty. So I'm, oh, not, I'm not making stuff up. Yeah. Full transparency. Um, Orif is a humble guy. Um, uh, if I look back at who he used to be, like the kid, he was very exuberant. Um, he was very jumpy. Um, he was very kooky. He was very kind of um, I wouldn't say the class clown because of my siblings. I always like stood out as like the not the nerd, but I was just weird just just weird i was just like i would laugh i would make jokes i would talk to myself i would just make drawings and just like come up with nerdy things to do i used to collect the weirdest things i used to connect comic books and stuff so in 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 a word i would consider myself kind of whimsical as in not being afraid to look silly yeah that's the word silly um And then over time growing up, uh, there was a period uh, because, you know, traditionally growing up Haitian, there's also that always that expectation of school and being good in school and everything. So the later years of high school weren't too fun because I basically like I was very distracted. I did not put in the work. Um, So that part, I became very insecure. Um, not because, you know, my parents were like, you know, on my case because they were, but mostly because I really, you know, put a false sense of identification, you know, between who I am and my grades and the expectations. And I think what college I'm going to do in my life. So that chapter was very insecure. So I had to, you know, I really, uh, hid a lot. Um, when my friends, like, you know, the guys would always be going out to parties and, you know, girlfriends are in, I would basically be home reading my comic books, writing stories. I just do a lot of writing a lot. Yeah. Um, so, but later when I left Haiti and come to Canada, I basically spent a lot of time by myself. And I would consider that the first phase of rediscovering who I am in terms of, you know, spending a lot of time alone. So you learn to okay. understand who you are and who you're not. Mm-hmm. And, Over the course of that, that's when I met Eugene, my wife, Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of circumstances happened. I developed a lot of resilience uh, through good circumstances and bad. But over time, one thing that has never changed, Olivia is basically a very loyal friend, a very loyal partner. I'm very... I'm very open. I love everybody. I really start, and I I don't make that up. I really start everybody up on a scale of 100% in terms of love and trust and affection. And basically, if that consideration goes down, maybe it's the other person, maybe it's me. But, you know, again, I never, I try never to judge because I understand that there's always two sides to the story. There's always two sides to a coin. And I've learned to be very accepting. I've learned to be very empathetic. And I've learned to be present for people. And on... On the personal side, I'm basically, I don't, I'm not the party guy. I read a lot. I am mm-hmm. a big movie lover. Love my kids. I'm still kind of fun. I play video games with them. I'm a killer at Just Dance.
1: <laughs>
0: um, but I just turned 40 this year, and I know I'm talking a lot. I'm a lot On of things.
1: I want to know all of that. There's so many facets. We're, we're multidimensional beings. And oh, so God. that's exactly what we wanna we wanna tap into.
0: We are, we are. I love um I love to just really like a normal like chillax day for me includes just spending time with my kids, spending time with my wife, like you know, just in the backyard, enjoying either a barbecue, or just playing with the water hose and just reading you know just oh, chilling hell. around and having a nap i love naps
2: oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> i don't i nap. don't sleep a lot at night cuz i'm an early riser late sleeper but uh like a good nap like on a saturday afternoon that is me you know yeah. um i'm very i'm very available so i am that person who like maybe if i don't know but if you need me if you need me mm-hmm. i'll be there like i in that way i'm very dedicated you know to my people That's to my true. friends to my core um that's why a lot of people, you know, can fault me for many things, but they can never fault me for being a hypocrite or not being loyal because I am. Um, we might fall out. I'm never someone who's going to get on your case about, you know, distance or absence. I don't expect you to call me every day. I have best friends of like upwards of 30 years. You know, we might chat to each other on WhatsApp like every day. Or we could go six months without talking to each other and we'll still reconnect on the same level. So in that sense, I've learned to appreciate the hum- the humanity in everyone uh-huh. and uh man i'm talking a lot
1: <laughs> no no that's great it's because it's the turning table you're so used to be the one to yeah the <laughs>
0: yeah i'm not gonna hide it I'm it's weird it. being honest I-, I do this every year and ah.
1: <laughs> and that's great that's great the turning table is it's, it's always great to be in the to have a turning table when being your guest seat for, for once and, and kind of see how it is to actually having to answer the question and having to dig deep and yeah. and introspect and take that time. And I think that's what tonight's episode is all about. And um, how do you manage? You've mentioned being there for your friends. And I know we today in, a, in an age where we're so busy, there's so much more distraction that there was before, not just kids, wife, full-time job and everything else, but it's just in general, there's so much to handle and a lot of time it's hard to show up for our friends and just be there.
0: So true. It's so true. What you have to tell yourself is that the way I do it, I realize that, you know, you there's only there's only 24 hours in a day. And mm-hmm. a lot of that you're sleeping, you're working, you're doing the groceries, oh, you're taking wow. care of your kids, it's being a your spouse, you're doing the dishes, you're doing the laundry. There's a lot of that going on. Everybody like, I don't care who you are, there's a lot of that going on. All right oh. but you just have it's as dumb as it sounds you just have to care and i'm sorry for the language but yeah. you just have to give a yeah. shit
2: yeah. you know yes.
0: you have to Rich. make that time right. you have to create that mental space because you understand that the attention you're not giving here is the attention you're not putting elsewhere so if in two seconds i can just think about who do i care about at this moment mm-hmm. you know who mm-hmm. do i care about at this moment you know whether it's you out of nowhere, I'll just like pick up the phone. And say, hey, I don't know where do I know where you are, I know what yeah. you're doing, but I hope these words find you well. Have a great day. That doesn't take yeah. three hours of just finding the perfect post to go on yeah. Instagram. That takes a little bit of work, but it takes a tremendous amount of genuine affection. You have yeah. to care about the people you reach out to. So if we, we can make 10,000 or 2 million connections, you can have 10 million followers, uh-huh. but there's a very limited amount of, genuine relationships that you can build. Mm-hmm. There is networking, there is connecting, there is caring about colleagues and acquaintances. I've met people on LinkedIn, I've met people on Instagram, then we we still connect, you know, sure. Right. But the genuine people, but your question was how do you make time for your friends? Mm-hmm. Really, you have to be intentional about it. First yeah. of all, we all know, just taking for example, this core group of friends here in Montreal, we used to call each other like you know the creatives, like you know, Baz, as we say. Mm-hmm. In Mm -hmm. the last time we saw each other a lot of us we weren't married we didn't have kids we didn't we didn't have mortgages but we don't hold each other accountable that we have to make the next program happen the last time we saw each other as a whole because some people moved some people moved like you know out of province some people got married some people it's just like the last time we saw each other and i kid you not, it was this year after years of like sure we see each other off and on but the crew the core crew we saw each other this year at my birthday It wasn't even my idea, it's because one of us came into town and was like, This is the only opportunity we're ever gonna have to see each other again.
1: And we make it happen.
0: And we made it happen. We made it happen. It was like it was not even something that was planned. Mm -hmm. And I didn't care because oh, it's because it's Odie's birthday. No, we just showed up because we wanted to. It what? We were there for like thirty minutes, you know, in the park. This was Mm -hmm. still during confinement. But you have to be intentional about it. Nothing happens by coincidence.
2: You
1: people care.
0: You have to be there. You have to, you know, give the person the, the amount of consideration and attention that they deserve. You have to be intentional about it. Like, you know, if you're going to call someone, call someone. If you're thinking about someone, don't just DM or some people like go through that. It's a means of communication. But you wouldn't believe how many people would are shocked when you call them now. But there's that consideration that goes with it because the person understands that you put the amount of effort to tap my phone number and call me like, yeah. wow.
1: yes. It means a lot. Yeah, it definitely is appreciated. Especially when people know how busy it is and time is so so valuable in order to and to choose to invest that time with that person is a lot. And I love that. You have to care. That's you
0: have to care. You have to care.
1: And what makes you awesome in that perspective? I mean, for me, I'm just hearing so much of things that you're saying. I'm like, that's what makes Olivia so awesome. <laughs> no wonder. Oh, stop! But truly, what would you say? Because I know it's very hard, especially for somebody like you who pride yourself in trying to be so humble. Um, so it is hard for a lot, especially in the society that that we grew up being Haitians. It's it's almost, you know, you you have to be humbled. But we're trying to break that in learning to see that it's okay to recognize that we are awesome. And I think that's what your platform does a lot. It it celebrates people. It it says, yes, we we all in this together, but we all have something awesome in us that deserves acknowledgement, that deserves lights to be shed on. So you always put people on your platform and allow them to Talk about what makes them awesome. So I was wondering, in your own eyes, in your own words, how would you verbalize what makes you awesome?
0: I've taken a lot of time um, to do some inner conversation, some inner work, just inner perspective. And it takes a lot of time. And as kooky as it sounds, you have to also get acquainted with your demons as well. So oh. that was that was also part of where the podcast was born. I've talked about this, you know, with the depression and everything. Yes, yes. So uh, th- before that, stay awesome was always part of the lingo. But I was trying way too hard and not acknowledging the stuff that was not going so well. You know, I was trying, trying way too hard to give everybody the positivity. But I also say that you know you can't give what you don't have. I was giving okay. a lot of affection that, and I was I was worn out myself because a lot of it was not going well for me.
2: Mm-hmm. So.
0: In that sense, I've learned to create a lot of acceptance. I've learned to know myself. I realize that I'm an incredibly patient person. I've and in being such a patient person, being understanding, you know, the tapestry of emotions that makes us us, I've learned to appreciate people more. I've learned to listen. And I know a lot of people understand, you know, like define that as creating space. I've become exceptionally good at creating space like if you're if you're in a conversation with me trust me i am giving you attention and i genuinely care you know maybe we could be talking about astrophysics but is that what's i don't mind not get it but i will humble <laughs> myself and take 2 seconds to understand your perspective what makes me awesome is the fact that i'm not willing again going back to the child in me i'm not willing to look silly i'm not willing i'm not i'm not ashamed to admit what i don't know i'm not And in that, I learned to grow. I learned to accept humility. I learned to accept, you know, that I am a work in progress. And I can use these experiences to actually, like, you know, build that bridge for people who just might might not know, you know. (laughs) Um, You know, just what makes me awesome? The fact that, you know, I enjoy a good laugh. I enjoy a good laugh. I really do sometimes because sometimes it's... It's important to understand that we only have one life and it's it's weird no matter what life throws at you, you always have an option to choose how you're going to react to it good or bad yes. you know've yes. yeah. I've had bad chapters you know and in a lot of ways I thought that some of the circumstances I went through would break me and mm-hmm. the fact that I realized that I'm still here, So I have to thank my parents for that. I have to thank my upbringing for that. I have to thank my friends for that. I have to thank my wife for that. And I've come out stronger on the other end. And I can only understand that, you know what, I also have a responsibility, whether I know you like close knit or from afar, if I can use my experiences and my story to actually just affect you and move your needle ever so slightly forward. I believe that's a job well done. And, you know, that's, that's at the basic, it sounds stupid, but that's really at the core of what motivates me on a regular day.
1: That's great. I love that. I really, really love that. And it makes sense that you would, you would birth such, such vision. So to me, your platform is, it's really a beacon of wisdom. You know, you inspire your audience to push through in life, to make no excuses, to work hard towards your dream, to do better and ultimately, we all have something awesome and unique about each and every one of us. And so it's, it's, it makes no sense that you thrive to awaken the awesomeness that resides in each and every one. Is there something particularly stimulating about interviewing all those different people from all those different backgrounds and walks of life? Or does it ever get dull?
0: It doesn't get dull. It doesn't get dull. Um... Because you understand the, the fun part. Well, I understand you're gonna do a two part. I'm gonna address both both parts of the question. So okay. is there the motivating part is as stupid as it sounds, it's it's really first of all, being thrilled of the opportunity that, like, oh really you'll be on my podcast? That's always that at the the dumbest, like both at the most basic sense, like, my God, I can't believe they're gonna give me their time to be on my podcast. Yay. <laughs> but there's also the fact that You know what this person randomly as you said from any walk of life Uh you realize that boiled down take away all the fluff and 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 all the um all the fanfare you know you realize that people are people we are all like linked by the same motivations the at a very basic human level Our experiences might be different. Our journeys might be different. But we are all, I believe this. I really do believe this. We are all connected by the same human emotions. Everybody understands love. Everybody understands fear. Everybody has understood from near or far at probably a different kind of level but everybody has experienced loss everybody understands Mm -hmm. victory everybody understands you know just pride and you know anger and just like dealing with people Mm -hmm. who don't understand your vision everybody understands defeat or confusion or just Mm -hmm. dealing with dissatisfaction or annoyance or exhaustion or just wanting to give up everybody understands that and i bring people who through their own story are also like, you know, little examples of just like, okay, because again, I just did an episode about uh, financial literacy, which was really, in, which was really cool. But these things also, you know, are part of building blocks. But at the core, you know, we're all trying to, sounds like a really stupid tagline, but yes, do better, you know, yeah. just trying to do better because I believe, because I u- I'm using myself, I, I've said this as well, I use this as the guinea pig. And I'm experiencing this as well. That's why I refuse to consider myself a guru of any sort. I don't have all the answers, but I'm trying to connect with as many people as I can that just might have them. And if you can use that to springboard yourself on your journey, I'm all the better for it. And if it gets dull... Not really, if I get um
2: okay.
0: overwhelmed, if I get exhausted, or if I get you know if I'm having a headache, that's on me probably okay. having a bad day, maybe I slept too late, maybe the editing didn't go as well as I wanted to. I'm being overly perfectionist, or I'm taking things way too seriously because you always want to put out the best show ever. but don't yes. know, because I also understand that you know what, this person has agreed to take one chunk of their sand of their, like, you know, the sands of time, as they call it, Uh they took a chunk of whatever time that they have on this earth and give it to you. You have a duty to honor that whether it's for 30 minutes or 45 minutes, you have a duty to honor that. However it comes out, you have a duty to honor that because they could be doing a lot of other things than sitting with you on your podcast. If they care enough to give you their time, because it's their most valuable resource, uh-huh. you have a duty to honor it. So it never gets dull, because I understand that they could be doing so many other things and be on my podcast. So it's just my own sense of ethics. It's my own sense of, you know, just also pride and respect uh-huh. and consideration, um, because, you know, this is just an army of me. So no, it doesn't get dull. Sometimes it's difficult. I'm not going to hide it. You know, I even shared some bloopers on Instagram earlier this week. You know, it doesn't, it's not always easy. It's not always fun, uh, but that's the technicalities. But as a whole, you know, the mission itself is still is still running strong.
1: Great. The interviewing of the people, getting the to hear them and their stories, that part keeps, keeps it alive.
0: Yep. Yep. Always.
1: That's great. Tell me, do you ever feel that you have to succumb to the pressure because you know was studied as a hobby and as you've mentioned before like pretty much a life vest because I've listened to, to the solo episode and I know how you've opened up about how this came about this platform came about so in four years going on five is is today um this growing platform where you're interviewing bigger and better guests. So naturally, of course, there's an expectation from your auditors now, right? So who's going to be the next episode? Who's going to be the next guest? When's the next episode? You know, there's an expectation with the fact that you're growing. Have you ever felt pressured by ETA at oh, yeah. any point?
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, I could actually say, you know, at the worst time ever, like last year, you know, when we were in the full dent of the pandemic, you know, it was just like going through everything, and as always, I try to be consistent. Cause again, you know, there are people like you, there are loyal listeners. Like, you know, even when I go off the radar, they're like, Hey dude, like, what's uh-huh. up? Like, yo, where's like, <laughs> where, what's, what's going on with you? Yeah, like, yeah. Yo, like make it happen. Like chop, chop, let's go. And mm-hmm. I'm not even, and we're not even talking digits. I'm not even talking metrics. I'm not in the millions. I'm not Tim Ferriss. I'm not Gary Vee, but you yes. have a fan base. It's weird for me to actually say this, but I do have a fan base. And sometimes just hearing yeah. that makes me sound so cocky, but I do. Not there are people up. There are people who genuinely appreciate the work that you do. So when you just like lose steam, they notice. So there's just like, yes, there is that monkey on my back saying like, okay, I got to show up for the people. I got to show up for the fans. I got to show up for the fans. And as weird as it sounds, yes, there is that pressure, but I've also learned um to you know respect the commitment that I set in the beginning I never I never made promises that you know what expect a weekly episode that's on me yeah. you know and as you said I've created that momentum so I only have myself to not blame but mm-hmm. to be accountable to but I understand also that there's a responsibility in there because some people reach out to me like it privately and they genuinely tell me that your platform really helped me. That episode really touched me. I know that it's probably 3 a.m. and you're working and the kids and everything. Just know that we really appreciate the work that you do. So when I hear that, whether from one person from out of nowhere on the other side of the world, who's saying that this random guy in his basement and recording into a mic is touching their lives, like, wow. So there you have to create the balance to not overexert yourself because Mm -hmm. there was a pandemic, there is issues with mental health, you do have a full-time job, you do have a wife, you do have kids, you have to balance that stuff out. You know, I don't have a VA, I don't have an editor, I don't have anything. So Mm -hmm. time management is very important. But have I ever felt pressured? Yes. Um, Have I set really high goals for myself? Yes. Um, Have I, you know, like overshot... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> really really you know try to you know bite off more than i can chew yes and i make no apologies for it because hey i realize i was bring myself back telling myself that you know what you're human you don't have a full-fledged formula yet but you're still going strong and consistency is key you know going back to the basics like you know yeah. show up do the best you can yeah. where you are with what you have you know And uh, I don't say it, you know, just to feel sorry for myself. I hate making excuses, but also I understand that it is a work in progress. Podcasting is a very long-term gig, you know? It's a very long-term gig. And I have to remind myself all the time, you are not Gary V. You're not, you know, Tom Bilyeu. You're not, you know, Steve Harvey. Check that. That's great. Okay. They're doing their own thing. You do you. You is ATA. And that's what you have to focus on.
1: Yeah. And they started in their day one, too. There you go. Because no one, you know, Oprah didn't start as Oprah Winfrey that we know today. There's always a day one. And the the thing is, when we look at somebody's success stories, we don't really shed life on all the time that they were nobodies or meaning, you know, they were in the basement, that they were not as known as, you know, they are today. So you have to start some place you have to start somewhere, but it takes the consistency that you've mentioned that you preached on so much to continue to show up for yourself every day until, you know,
0: you have to, you have to. And I know I tell people this and they think I'm just like, you know, I'm just pulling out a whip and slashing. you like, no, I totally understand this. You know what? Because these are mistakes I've made. And these are mistakes I made. I know this because the proof is in the pudding. If you don't show up, you can't produce. If you don't produce, you don't get results. You don't get results. You only have yourself to blame, (laughs) you know, particular circumstances notwithstanding. We all have lives. We all have like, you know, really weird thing. Hello, pandemic. But, you know, and it's weird. But, you know, guess what? There was, I was still producing during the pandemic producing less but still producing and you know what whatever your journey leads you whether podcasting or writing whatsoever you only can rely on you it's important to have collaborators and ask for help a mistake i also made not asking for help um but you also have to understand that at the end of the day it starts with you
1: very true very very true however you did mention that hearing um and that's something it's, it resonates with me so much, what you just said. How you've you hear it's important, like it matters when you hear somebody on the other side of the planet saying, Hey, you know, that that episode touched me so much, or it motivated me so much, or you know, so I, what I hear is that the recognition, those words of affirmation, goes a long way. Oh, Have yeah. you, yeah, and I, I've been in those places myself. I had. Um, you know things that I start and just hearing the you're doing a good job you know keep at it and you find the push that you need to continue to push through have you ever had however have to move forward without hearing those words of affirmation those oh, you yeah. know yeah, oh, yeah being in the oh, dark yeah. and completely you know in the dark but still having to put on the work, show up for yourself
0: oh yeah oh yeah because you know um, through a lot of people, because as as what happened 2020, 2021, a lot of people were stuck at home. So the podcasting itself has exploded. So now, as I like to say, like, you know, everybody in their chihuahua is making a podcast now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, you know, have reached out to me, like, you know, with tips and coaching and stuff in life. Like, you know, I haven't made courses or anything, but I was more happy to help. But the one thing I always tell them be ready to spend a lot of time alone, be ready to push out an episode and see zero downloads be ready to actually sit there and actually question your sanity in regards to why am I doing this? Like nobody's going to listen. Like why, like why even like, you know, you actually go into your metrics and like, how come why just two downloads? Like really? But I put in so much work. So yes, yes, it does. Yeah. You get those, you get those messages. You get those messages. How
1: do you continue to push through to that? How do you continue to record and invite guests when you have two downloads or sometimes zero download you, and you still have
0: to show up you have to tell yourself it's not about the downloads you didn't start doing oh. this for the downloads you didn't start doing this for the t-shirts and the recognitions and the dms and the reshares and stuff because all that stuff goes away you know yeah. and it sounds stupid but we've experienced this like well we experienced this a like common often time and time again a facebook crash or an ig crash what happens when the when 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 the platforms die you know It's not about the reshares. It's not about the posting. It's not about the social media. These are tools. But getting back to the core, um, it really begins like, why are you doing this in the first place? Why are you doing this? You're not doing this for downloads. You're not doing this. You're doing this through the downloads are the way to make it accessible to the listener, whether it's Apple podcast or whatsoever. Those are the platforms those are the vehicles. Those are the funnels. But at the core, the message, the content, the help, the, 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 the tools that people can, the, the way that this person can actually heal or okay. just think or just shift their mindset ever so slightly. That's what you're doing it for. That's why you're up at 4 a.m. trying to make this happen before the kids wake up and you're trying to get this edit out. True story. Um, for me, it's it does get lonely sometimes because sometimes I may have like, you know, three or four bookings in the week and my wife sees me just like I had a long day. The kids are screaming. I just showered and, you know, we're tucking it up for the night. I just did the lunch boxes, and my wife is going upstairs and she sees me heading downstairs she's like you got an edit session, like yeah, I gotta push this out. I gotta push this out. Like I've, no, it's like I have to push this out. It has to happen. It Has wow. to happen. And sometimes it's not. Like I said, it's not always easy. Like sometimes you have a backlog and you tell yourself, no, my God, I got, I got twelve episodes back out. I got no. That's the over. That's the over warrior in me. Yeah. It's like you know, I got. Let's go. Let's grind. Let's grind. Let's grind. I've learned to forgive myself. But yes, there are those moments where you're totally alone no one in the world knows what you're going through and that's okay. You have to be okay to live with, to, you have to be okay, you know, with that, with living with that reality that maybe just maybe no, because guess what? I also tell myself that whether I try to pitch a guest and they never get back to me, mm-hmm. whether I put on an episode and nobody listens to it, you know, whether you make a post and nobody replies, nobody ain't get engaged because guess what? People have lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a pandemic going on. You have to understand that, you know, Maybe just maybe people have other things to do than worry about your podcast. That is how humble I am. Do the best you can where you are with what you have. Move on to the next one. All right. Move on to the next one. Don't ever get all up in your feelings. I love that that expression. Don't get all up in your feelings about metrics. What's important. Did you bring the message? Did you honor the person's time? Did you produce the best episode you could? So if that is done, you re-listen to it, you send it out into the universe, come what may. You know, here is the platform. Here is the content. Let's move on to the next one. You know what? And, you know, some were good, some were bad, some were successful, some were not. I don't I don't pay attention to that. Some people might say, like, it's really stupid. It's like, why can you not, like, you know, have, develop a good strategy? Like, yeah, sure, there's a marketing strategy. That's on the other side. But at the basic, on the human level, for what I am trying to do and how I'm trying to, impact these people's lives who rely on me Uh that's something that I have to be very aware of understanding that you know what whether whether it be like a comedian you could be you know you know in a bar just Uh you know giving jokes to like three people or in a stadium of 60,000 you have to honor every
2: single person
1: yes I like that. That's wow. And I think that this is much more than of course we're talking about on your in the podcasting but that's that's a wisdom that can be applied for every single thing like mm-hmm. I'm finding so much um being motivated on that end because it is hard. It is hard to continue to push through when you feel that what am I doing that for again? And you have to remind yourself why you're doing that for.
0: Always. Always, it's always constant internal battle. You're always having a conversation with yourself. So yeah, you might go crazy. That's what I told you. That's what I told a bunch of people when again to this, like, sure, this is, these are the technicals. You don't need a big mic. Just Uh have a good podcast host, you know, have a nice intro, have, this is the size of your cover art for iTunes. Okay. That's done. Great. Now push out one episode. Okay. Do it again. Again. Yes. Uh Do it again. Yeah. Another episode. Okay. Do it again. (laughs) So be ready to be alone. Lots and lots of because this stuff gets lonely. It yeah. really gets lonely.
1: Yeah. If we revisited the 161 episodes that you've recorded so far from all those different people with all their different backgrounds and their unique stories, however unique they may be, we'll notice that the advice, the counsels, the wisdom are quite consubstantial. Mm-hmm. Work hard. Don't give up. Make no excuses. Show up for yourself. However, once in a blue moon, we do hear something that causes us to pause, right? Something that brings us clarity, like a mind-blowing information that causes us to kind of shift our perspective, a clear understanding of things or, oh, wow, I never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. Right? So what are some of the things that you've heard from the many interviews that you've conducted that had caused said reaction?
0: Wow. So many, and I'm gonna be putting myself on the on on the hot seat right now because I'm probably gonna try picking favorites. But so many, so many! Yeah. Wow, one um, just picking it off the top, just out of a hat. One that uh, Solara, um, Hi. artist that uh, uh, I interviewed way back when. I
2: remember that I, I
0: love her so much. Uh, so she becomes such a great friend. Um. And, and I told her when she blows up, like, you know, I want an exclusive, like, you know, Madison Square Garden backstage interview. (laughs) I told her that, like, I keep, I keep telling her that all the time. Every time I text her, I tell her that it's like, you owe me an interview down the road. So one thing she said, like, you know, be like a willow tree, like be like learn to bend, you know, you have to Mm -hmm. be malleable. You have, you can't always be rigid. You have to go with life as it comes and you have to be malleable. You have to be willing to adapt. You can't, yes, it's nice to have a vision. It's nice to have a mission. It's nice to, you know, what you want out of life. But understand sometimes that life is going to throw you curveballs, and you have to be okay with that. You know? And she was talking about, you know, the struggles of being an independent artist, you know, because there's, oh. you know, sacrifices that come with that. You know, there's certain, you know, circumstances that come with that. But you know what, as long as you stay committed to your vision, you know, you have to be like a willow. You know, just you know, yeah. just learn to bend with the wind. You know, it's very colorful, but mm-hmm. it's a great it's a great perspective on how to approach mm-hmm. your journey. Um, one I never shy away from, and I always credit him for that. First of all, because he was so genuine when he accepted to be on the podcast, because he's such a big deal, Thierry uh, Landol. I really have to pay homage to them Tiri Like you know, first uh, he's doing so many great things for the community right now, like you know, on a social stand, on a social front, you know, activism. And I really appreciate everything he's doing. He's been no, real sure. support. Um, so when you, first of all, it was really humbling when he actually, like, you know, he wrote me back personally saying, of course I'll be on your podcast. Like, you know, I'm on the holidays right now, but we're definitely going to make something happen. Yeah. Um, so when he was on words that he told me, really, I keep, I keep repeating this all the time. What are you willing to suffer for? Hmm. What are you willing to suffer for? And again, oh. for me, because I love the word accountability, I love the word accountability And it really made me pause two seconds. And he's very much about that. You know, you say you care, you say you, I'm sorry, you say you give a damn, but how much does it matter to you Uh in terms of accountability, dedication, consistency, sacrifice, commitment? What are you willing to suffer for? And it's not trying to be all you know, on condemnation and put, you know, be so traumatic and stuff. Like really? Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh.
0: How much does it matter to you? Uh-huh. And sometimes as basic as like, yeah, Kika, you know, like, you know, suppose we're walking down the street. Suppose you and like, you know, hey, we should hang out. Okay. Uh-huh. When? Where?
1: Yes. What yeah. are
0: you? Are you willing to take two seconds right now so we can actually set up and commit our our our, our, our mutual agendas to actually mm-hmm. make this make this reality mm-hmm. happen? Are we willing to bend the universe together so we can actually hang out?
2: No. What are
0: you are you just saying it? That's a basic yeah. example. But what are you willing to suffer for? I want to I write a book. Are you willing to spend nights and edit and actually connect with writers and meet with your writer friends and actually, mm-hmm. you know, write 10 lines per night or read some mm-hmm. books? What are you willing to suffer? Are you willing
1: for? to go the distance?
0: Are you willing to go the distance? Are yes. you willing to go the distance? And what is it that you want? What is it that you want?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What is it that you want? And, you know, there are so many. There are so many. There's so many. It was just like, you know, and it sounds stupid because even you draw some gems in your episode because we were talking about, you know, when you're talking about just launching 80s corner and you were talking about perfectionism sometimes can be a crutch. Just start. You said it yourself. Yeah, just start. You know, you really need to just start, get it off the ground, Mm -hmm. like forget about perfectionism, forget about being all tied up in a bow. Mm -hmm. Just start because you know what? Most ideas die because people are just stuck into the like, okay, yes. am I, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What if it fails? Well, you yeah. won't know until you start. It's
1: not picture okay? perfect.
0: It can't be picture perfect. It's
1: not going to be picture perfect.
0: It can't be picture yeah. perfect. Um, who, else? Yeah. who else? Who else? Who else? And just like, again, talking about someone who I never thought would be on my podcast, Carl um, him, <laughs> want,
1: mm-hmm.
0: For him, it was a very touching episode because uh-huh. it came from a very personal place because for all, all of us that know Kanyemi's part of our well, like you know musical heritage
2: uh-huh. it was
0: nice first of all to have him on just for again for what Kanyemi represents for my childhood uh-huh. but just also he doesn't do a lot of interviews so talking about uh-huh. something so personal as to the group disbanding from his perspective i learned a lot about you know sacrifice like uh-huh. listen you know you it is perfectly okay to be at the top and you know what i've had enough i'm good I wish you well. I'm out. You, yeah. Like to have that success, to have that notoriety, to have all those accolades and to be willing to step away, not ask for anything other than, you know what? I've done my part. I've done enough. I've tallied up. Let me hang up my, my apron. I'm good.
2: Mm-hmm. That taught
0: me a lot about, you know, just if he can reach those peaks and walk away what do I have to, com- to, to to complain about? Like, listen, you have to learn that, you know what, sometimes it is okay to say enough.
2: Yeah. To it's okay away. to say
0: enough. That's uh-huh. this entire grind uh-huh. mentality. Sometimes you have to learn that, you know what, maybe, maybe, just maybe you've had too much. Yeah. You need to learn to say enough. So is there a bunch, a couple of examples, but yeah, that's what I had off the top. I we'll be that. here all night.
1: I love that. But you know, what? I have to say, I'm really impressed. The fact that you can recall did even two, but you gave me four, <laughs> you know, of differentials, how your level of commitment, Olivia, really, that you truly pay attention and you really said you're not just about the talk, but you do what you say. Because when you see that, no, somebody comes up in my platform and I they showed up and I, I don't take that lightly. And they gave me the time of day and I take it very seriously. And I can see that because you recall, I mean, our my interview with you, it's, pretty much a year, a year old, if I'm not mistaken, that was back in 2020. Mm-hmm. And we're ending 2021. Um, and for you to recall, you know, specific details shows how much invested you are, and how you're really taking those And you really it's not just for the fluff of it, or okay, it's a check mark, and I have to do this, and I'm recording, but you, you show up, you pay attention, and you acknowledge and, and you learn and you grow with your audience as well.
0: It matters a lot. It matters a lot because Wait. the person needs to know, even though maybe we might never cross paths again, but the person needs to understand if they ever go back into the ki- time capsule of their lives and they need to like, okay, just flipping through all the digital recordings of their life and they see on that date, and on that moment. Oh yeah, I was on the Awakening Austin podcast. Oh, okay. That part of my life. I don't wish for them to actually look back and and think that it was time wasted. I want them to understand that their message was respected, their story got through, however long or however short, and they need to understand. And I want them to understand that, you know what, this gift of time is something I truly value.
1: Yes, yes. I really love the episode that you had with Eloise Gagnon. Such an insightful episode. She's
0: such a badass, but she's so, she's such a she's so sweet.
1: I love it. I, I love it. So you mentioned during that interview that fear has such a powerful presence in the road to greatness,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I thought, wow, mind blown, right? Because the tendency is to always think that okay, um, you have to choose to not be fearful, then it's just like you know, you you don't want that fear. But mm-hmm. when you said that fear has a such, such a powerful presence and the road to greatness lead to understand that you have to move forward with fear. And Eloise actually mentioned that the key is to take action with the fear. Mm-hmm. So how do you personally deal with fear? You know, fear of not making it, fear of not reaching your goals, fear of not, you know, of even letting, letting down your loved ones. How do you dominate your fears?
0: I understand Again, going back to insecurity, I understand that on a basic level, even on a biological level, people need to understand that fear is the body's natural reaction to danger. So fear no. is like, I know they often like, you know, the, the, the acronym often goes like false is appearing real. That's nice, but you no. don't need, need to boil no. it down. I'm a very simple minded guy. It's okay to be afraid. Like, no. listen, my son, you know, he's afraid of the dark. Uh-huh. That's okay. You know, uh-huh. my daughter is afraid of spiders i'm not going to tell her just like go grab the spider like okay why do you why are you afraid okay understand that it does not diminish you it doesn't make you less of a person it's okay it is okay all right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and for me whether through this platform or just in my personal life i understand that this is a natural occurrence N- Again, emphasizing, natural, I was born with this. It is part of our universe. It is part of our nature. Uh, people tell me, I'm not afraid. I believe there is no bigger lie. You have learned <laughs> to master. You have learned to master your fear. You have understood that, okay, this no longer has any form of influence okay. on me. Yeah. But my some people are just like frozen stiff in fear oh, for certain no. things. And oh. that is okay. That is an obstacle that they have to overcome. But for me, how I manage my feet, I understand that it's just a passing frenzy. I understand that it's just a passenger that is along for the ride, but he's not at the steering wheel.
1: Love it. So you acknowledge it, you see it, mm-hmm. you understand that, who, okay, that task, it scares me. and But you move forward, you push. You move you forward.
0: You this. move forward. Like, okay, I'm going to pitch Jay Perry. Okay. I'm going to pitch Jay Perry like why would Jay Perry reply to me why would Jay okay. Perry like pay attention to my podcast like he's such an international superstar like why would I actually just pitch okay. to Jay Perry oh my god Jay, I'm, I'm pitching I'm, I hit send I hit send oh my god I emailed Jay Perry oh my god <laughs> or I used to do and like in a past life I used to work in a call center I used to do surveys uh-huh. telephone surveys uh-huh. for 10 hours a night Do you have any Um, idea how many times you actually get slammed, a phone slammed in your ear?
2: Yeah.
0: This is before cell phones, obviously.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So so
0: yes, people would slam the phone and you're like, I can't, I'm going to call this person again. They're going to hang up. Eventually you realize, are you dead?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Did you die? The yeah. person,
0: you might have disturbed them during supper. They might have a loss in their family. They're watching the game. Listen, you have to do one thing, which is make this call. They don't want to answer the survey. Move on to the next one. Listen, right. what do you have to do? You have a podcast. Your podcast is interview-based. You can't do interviews with yourself. Yeah, solos are fine, but your podcast is interview-based. You have to do interviews. You need a guest. All right, so let's pitch these guests. Cast uh-huh. a wide net. Maybe they'll say no. All right, fine. Pitch You're them again.
2: Fine.
0: Yeah. Okay, 500 won't but maybe one will and gotcha. that's okay that is part of the fear it's like why am i doing this like what if this yeah. never works i mm-hmm. still started at episode 1 and okay move on to the next okay we did this once it's going to suck all right this really sucks okay let's move on to the next one this really sucks and then oh there's a method to this all right see this is our this is our thing i'm so tired this is annoying this we understand it's all part of a tapestry of emotions that i'm perfectly okay. aware of and i'm perfectly comfortable with
1: that's the word being comfortable with it there you have it being comfortable with it in a way that it doesn't it doesn't numb you it doesn't freeze you it's like okay i'm comfortable with knowing that i'm feeling that way but still mm-hmm. move forward
0: it's totally it might be different for some people but that's the way i really visualize it and picture it for people listen it's perfectly okay for the fear to be along for the ride but do not give it the steering wheel
1: correct i love that I love that. And I think that I definitely hope that it it resonates with so many people, because I know that we are living in an era where it's so fearful, driven, even the news, everything that comes up is to create that anxiety in people. And I see so many people living today with anxiety and, you know, and and it's important for them to understand that it's it's okay that you feel that way. Mm -hmm. Just don't let it be in the steering wheel.
0: It doesn't own you. It doesn't own you. It's totally okay because it makes you, you, All right. Like I said, my son in the dark, you know, my daughter in us. It makes them mm-hmm. who they are. When they overcome them, if ever, it's That's their right. journey, right? You know, I can mm-hmm. guide them. I can coach them. This is why, you know, you have to build relationships with people who genuinely care about you. If this is an issue you're dealing with, we're going to deal with it together. Well, but okay. if you don't want to, again, it doesn't make you less of a person. Yeah. totally fine and that's again with the anxiety built around all these platforms and all this comparison that we're dealing with Is also that um you know the entire mental health issue but people need to learn the acceptance of the fact that it's okay it is totally okay mm-hmm. it's totally fine you know mm-hmm. we can learn to accept each other as we are
1: i love that I love that. You share so many honest, open, and vulnerable soul episodes and I love them. I know you usually feel awkward about them. Um, but you talk a lot a lot about the internal dialogue. Mm. That's a word that comes back a mm-hmm. lot. And what does your internal dialogue sound like these days?
0: Me?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um being very honest right now. It's like Yeah, I know this is him talking. I know things are a little bit overwhelming. Mm -hmm. I know you're tired. I know you don't have all the answers, but you will get through this. Mm -hmm. Whatever we've been through worse, we understand that it's a cycle. It's going up and down. You've been doing good. We're not where we're going yet. <laughs> we might still be some fog, but we're a hell of a lot farther than where we were. And for that, I celebrate you. That's a lot of the dialogue I have. Um, in the morning, I wake up, I pray, I read a lot, do a little bit of like you know, a little bit of reading. I listen to a lot of, you know, you know, just a lot of audiobooks, books, um, a lot of Les Brown, a lot of Jim Rohn,
2: like yeah.
0: you know, just re-energize my brain because I understand that, you know, you know, just uh, neuroplasticity is very real. Not just among children, you can exercise your brain and you need to be very mindful of how you protect your mental real estate. So I'm very conscious of that. But the yeah. internal dialogue is all about, you know, just a lot of acceptance because uh, I know the insecurity is never too far there's a lot of acceptance. That's okay. You're angry. That's okay. Mm-hmm. You yell. That's okay. It's like, you know, you're upset. That's okay. It's like, you know, you're tired. It's okay. You know, how can we do better? How can we try? You know, sometimes I let that out. You know, I, I, you know, call my wife and like, listen, you know, I'm just having a moment right now or like in doing the weekends, like, listen, I'm going to go take a walk or something or it's late. My, do- my wife tells me like, okay, come to bed. And I'm like, babe, I just need a second. So it's not always easy. I've been very vocal about the mental health aspect for men this year a lot. I'm taking a yes. very big presence, yeah. uh, local mental groups, uh, local men's groups, uh, whether online and offline, done that. Um, also learn to reconnect with, um, and I'm being very open, learn to reconnect with past trauma as well. Ooh, like a lot of that stuff hurts. that, you know, I was dealing yeah. with that I never actually made peace with, wow. um, whether for with people or with myself a lot with myself and actually like, you know, turn to, you know, speak to myself in more, you know, loving and empowering ways,
2: you know? Yes.
0: So that, that was, that is a lot of what's going on right now. Learn to, you know, just create a lot more self-love a lot, It's weird to ask, to hear a Haitian man talk about that, but I want people listening to this to understand that also it doesn't take away from your manhood. It's, no, um, it's very important to understand that, you know what, you will make mistakes along this road called life. And mm-hmm. you, the only person that can teach you how to make amends with it, first of all, first and foremost, is yourself. And that starts with acceptance, it starts with love and understand that, you know, you can't rewrite the past, but the decisions you make today will affect your future. And that's important. You know, mm-hmm. we're not looking over our shoulder, mm-hmm. we're only thanking it for the lessons learned.
1: Wow. Wow. That's great. That's. That was so well said. So much great takeaway. Not easy to be able to look at the mirror, to be able to introspect, to be able to revisit past trauma. Wow.
0: You have to, because you can't move forward if you're constantly dragging it with you. No. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But to yeah. have a level of self-awareness to even know to do that work, what got you to, to that point um, of knowing to even, because a lot of, it's like they say, you know, you have to acknowledge that there's a problem in order to take the corrective step toward resolving that problem. How do you even know to do that?
0: It's something that people have to choose to do. Um, just like any situation. And, you know, I'm just taking my kids as an example, you know, first of all, you have to bring them to actually be open to the idea that maybe just maybe there might be an alternative or maybe they might be wrong or maybe they made a mistake. Like I was, I was fighting with my, my daughter earlier this week, you know, she left her, her, her gloves, her snow gloves at school. I know she left her snow gloves at school, but she's insisting, no, I brought them home. Like, babe, Uh you did not come home with them. It's like, no, I brought them home. You did not come home with them. Is Uh it possible you didn't come home with them? Would it be the first time you didn't come home with them? Uh You know? So bringing it back to the personal, the internal dialogue, like, yeah, I'm fine. Are you though?
1: Uh, Yeah.
0: Are you though? Yeah, you're smiling, you're laughing, you're giving hugs and stuff, but are you fine? Or are you saying that because it sounds nice? Uh Because it's the easy answer. Uh You know? And I don't want to put, you know, um a somber atmosphere on the recording but people need to understand this Mm -hmm. everyone at some level or another has dealt with some shit
2: yeah and whether
0: you want to admit it or not whether you want to revisit it or not it is a threshold that you have to cross i can't do that for you and i will not force you to do it Mm -hmm. but i do invite you to be open to the idea of
2: doing it
0: for me it was a really big deal Uh, Over the past couple of years, because also these these episodes, these recordings, this empathy, this openness, this emotional intelligence, this heightened emotional intelligence has taught me, like you know what, you need to revisit your internal dialogue, you need to revisit your script, you know, also reading, you know, doing a lot of self work. You know, yeah. understanding the even the concept of internal dialogue, understanding, you know, those pivotal moments in your life, those defining moments. Like I bring back, I talk a lot about academics. I talk a lot about the school because it wasn't fun. Talk to my best <laughs> friends. They understand that, you know what, it, for a really long time, that was the monkey on my back. School was the later years of high school were not fun because I was struggling. And for the longest time, I kept telling myself is because sot like in okay. good Creole, But... <laughs> The longest time I carried that with me, and I understood that you know, I really took a second. Were my parents telling me that, or did I just reaffirm something that I thought they were saying? Wow, you know, yeah, did they say that, or would I just like take my own interpretation and just ran with it? Yeah, you know, um, it's not easy, you know, and um, from that. You take a lot of other circumstances in your life, you know, you're saying like, oh my God, I can't believe I spent so much time at that job and they didn't even promote me. And just like, really though? Did Mm -hmm. you want the job? Did you ask for the promotion? Mm -hmm. Did you say you wanted to be promoted? Mm -hmm. Did you say that you disagreed with the other person being, you know, asked for the position?
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Or did you just fall into your own insecurity and not say anything, you know? accountability is hard which is why i keep telling people i never promote myself as the best version of like whatever do what do what i say no i understand my story very well and how do you do that work you have to ask yourself the right questions where are thou that comes from td jakes where are thou where are you right now how are you doing how is your life how is your relationship how is your health how's your money how's your car how's your body how is the dialogue going on, like how is Netflix working for you? <laughs> like,
1: wow, like, that part. Yeah,
0: you need you need to tell yourself, like, listen, yeah. what is going on, or even as basic as it sounds, yeah, new year, new year, new you, new goals, new everything. Yeah, what did you do with this year?
1: Uh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Instead of looking at the new one let's reflect, that's, that's great.
0: What yeah. are you doing with this year? Okay, forget yeah. the year. For, what did you do today? Yeah, what did you today? All right. Let's take ownership of today. Like, okay, are you happy with today? Mm -hmm. All right. So let's not forget. Let's forget the year. Like, some people saying, "Okay, I'm going to go to the gym." It's like you know, I'm going to lose six hundred pounds. Um, do you even get up like on a regular day and say, "Let's go for a walk"? Is that even part of your dynamic? Yeah. So again, this is a good Creole expression. Mm -hmm. Be very accountable to what you want. And like Siri said, what are you willing to suffer for? So Mm -hmm. that dialogue is a lot of what happened over the past couple of years. And I've learned to actually level with myself and have the right conversations and make amends when I needed to and move forward where I needed to and cut the relationships where I needed to and read the right content where I needed to and, you know, accept myself. It's a constant exercise. It is not easy by any means, but it starts with acknowledging that maybe, just maybe, The again, if you're good, if you're good, if your life is great, and if you're macking it and you're all the dots are checked, that's great. All right. But for those of us on the path towards growth and construction, and understand that we are a work in progress, these are the important questions you need to have. You need to build the vision and then you need to address one item at a time. Do one thing well. If we're addressing health, let's address health. If we're addressing finances, let's address finances. One thing you can't do it all. Yeah. It is a layered cake, and you need to be patient because it needs time to build and time to set, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, man, you're really hitting me in all the feels. Wow, right? <laughs> you're good, man. You're good.
1: <laughs> we should do the turning table right up then, but man. you're amazing. You have C, and I. I don't know if it's from interviewing so many, you've you've accumulated so much wisdom, but a lot of the thing that you're saying, Olivier, it's so, so profound, so powerful. They're really life lessons, you know, it's, it's not that kind of work. It's something that I feel is like you say, you can't push somebody to do it. But it is you need to do it. You need to get to the point of having that emotional intelligence where you can sit with yourself and not be afraid to look at your demons and see where are we? Where are thou, like you said. And and answer those questions.
0: You need to one, sometimes and, the answers might not be pretty, but they are your answers because you you are a balance of both, you know, for the dark right. and the light you know, for the spiritual people and the religious people, I don't fall in either camp, you know, I respect okay. you as you are. Okay. Um, but you also need to understand that there is a balance to be made, you know, through your relationships, your health, your finances, your spirituality, you know, your environment, you need to address that. And it starts from within, you need to understand where are thou? Where am I? You know, where am I? And am I okay with it? great Mm -hmm. do do, would i probably want to be somewhere else you know am i aiming somewhere else like that's okay okay so Mm -hmm. how do we get there we start Mm -hmm. by making one step let's do one thing differently let's start doing one thing well right i love it and it's as basic as that
1: yeah yeah we are reaching the end and i know you we also have um a time that we always kept for the the recordings but i was wondering Uh since we're reaching the end of the yet another year and you've mentioned something in the beginning of the episode that 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 recording that kind of made me thought huh you said it was such a heavy year but yet we've made it right with this up and down with the trials and triumphs we've Uh made it to the end of 2021 yeah and because yeah we did (laughs) and because i because i am an avid listener of your podcast. I right see now. that, man. A lot
0: of, I don't think I didn't notice. Like a lot of nuggets were like, Man, she listens.
1: Wow. Listen. <laughs> she listen. Yes. Yes. Mama, I made it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I know from your solo episode that the end of year is a time where you take a step back and appreciate the little things. Um and for many it's a time to introspect and evaluate the year that is ending, the decisions made, the accomplishments, or maybe the things that did not work so well, but it's a moment to sit back and kind of have that internal dialogue that you speak of. So, taking a step back to look at this year as a whole, what would you say this year has revealed to you? The year 2021.
0: Wow. Um that's a powerful question. Yeah. For powerful for me 2021 has revealed a lot of um I have to say patience. Mm-hmm. Patience on many fronts, on the personal fronts, um you know, on the professional front. Um I've had to be, you know, very accepting of the fact that, you know, some things are going to take a little bit longer. Some things, you know, um, are going to require me to actually, again, be a lot more patient um, because, you know, because we want so many things. And sometimes you also have to eat a bit of humble pie and understand that, you know, what? take a second. This is going to take a while because we want it now. Right. Yes. Take a second. This is going to take a while and you know because sometimes you know we we try to reach out and we try to you know make these things we think we have the best plan ever and then you realize that oh i missed a crucial detail okay right i'm going to have to reevaluate my plans They're like you know what let's set this on the back burner for now because we're not trying to over- overexert ourselves uh-huh. um 2021 um has allowed me to it's been weird but um through taking a, a, some time for myself because I've had a lot of like you know more spaced out periods of publishing mm-hmm. so I've also been open on the, on, uh, on the platforms on social media telling people like you know I've taken a lot more time for myself mm-hmm. I realize that you know it's also important to get out there and not just try to produce this episode but get more involved um, I've mentioned how you know I'm getting involved into um, men's groups and community groups and helping people because yeah. I understand that there are men out there that are still suffering and I understand that as weirdly enough I can lend. A voice uh, to this cause. That's something that really meant a lot to me. So I've learned to, you know, just, you know, just give a little bit more of my time and teach that to my kids, not just say it, but actually do it. It's something I knew, but 2021 with everybody being confined and so many people dealing with mental health to actually just like, you know, lend a voice uh, to that. So it's really energized me in that sense. I've learned to say, to be so incredibly grateful to so grateful like you think the pandemic like 2020 would have been the proof of that but this year you know i've learned to be i've learned to be grateful because you know what we understand that every day is a gift every day is a gift Um, I went to Haiti like a couple of months ago just to see my father who was hit with COVID and his health wasn't doing too well. And you know, Haiti being what it was. Um, so it took me a while because it really hit me. I hadn't been home in a while. Um, and just seeing the, the suffering and the misery and the reality as it is, I don't need to paint a picture for everybody, but it was really hard. Uh, it was really tough. So I came back and I'll admit with a bit of PTSD because like you think that, you know, but you don't know you know um so 2021 really taught me that it's okay even though you can't change the world you know sometimes you know you might every the chaos might be around you but you just need to be grateful for this little plot of time and space that you have and your kids are okay your kids are healthy your wife is not making you sleep on the couch yet (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's you still have, you know, this little cocoon that is yours and, you know, you still have this little platform, the little podcast that could, you know, that is still happening, you know, and 2021 has really filled me with a lot of gratitude um, because That's it's cool. no chump change to still be doing this. And, you know, you know, you could, there are, like I said, there are good days, there are bad days, you know, it was sick. Uh, you know, there's a lot, there's so many things that are happening on the day to day. But those are no excuses to actually, like, you know, look up at the sky and say, like, you know, oh, wow, I can see. Oh, wow, I can breathe. You know? Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Like, you know, the kids are running around. It sounds very postcard-ish, but really, I really boiled my life down to some very basic essential. These are my values. This is what, like, you know, keeps me going. Your script might be different for you. Mm -hmm. And I applaud you wherever that takes you. But for me, that's what 21 has done for me. Filled me with a lot of acceptance, a lot of patience, and a lot of gratitude.
1: Wow, that's good. That's good. That's good that you're even aware of it, and congratulations on everything that you've that you've done that allowed you to that led you to this place. Where Dude, thank, you. The
0: thank you, thank you,
1: appreciate. Yeah, and congrats as well to Eugène with the bon party
0: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I'm so proud of her. That came out of nowhere, and I didn't push her. I didn't do anything. It's just one day I just saw her, like you know, making new logos and stuff. And I'm so proud of her. It's just about like you know, making the leap, making the leap, and you know, I'm so so proud of her. Thank you for the support. I really appreciate it. Like you know, I see you resharing and stuff. So yeah, really proud of
1: course. Of course, I would not do justice to our time together if I did not end this amazing interview the way that you always do it with are you day. really doing this right now <laughs> we're so doing this right now <laughs> we are so doing this do I even need to introduce why I even I can't uh, see it the way that you say it say it a word of wisdom a uh, uh, quote an inspiration <laughs> no I'm trying to sound like you right now <laughs> <Something gasps> oh, you're listeners. such a gem wow <laughs> so tell us
0: wow <laughs> um oh. what is uh where's the wisdom whatsoever what can what can i tell them what can i tell them because i'm we, with so with
1: amazing interview
0: give me a second give me a second what can <laughs> i do um B uh wow because i've got so many things right okay okay this is um this is something i've been i've been again mumbling a lot over the past couple of weeks and I'm going to basically just explain to people they're going to, they're going to get it Own your scars. What I mean by that, own your scars. A lot of times um, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of us look at, you know, our setbacks and our failures and, you know, all these little things, whether injuries, both internal or external or how we've been wronged or how much time we've wasted or all this weight that we've gained, you know? Yeah but we were talking about acknowledgement we were talking about accountability we were talking about self reflection but also what i want people to understand that you need to own your scars you don't you should not renounce them you should not deny them you need to own your scars i speak openly about you know the rough time i had you know just in school and through college and stuff and how you know that didn't go well for me how i carried that but I never deny it. You know, sometimes my wife thinks like, you know, I talk about too much as in I identify with, I never said I'm a high school flunky, but mm-hmm. Hey, I flunked high school and that's okay. But I'm still here, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of us define ourselves with our mistakes and these scars. All right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But own your scars, own your scars mm-hmm. because they are part of you. They're part of the ta- wonderful tapestry that makes you, you, they do mm-hmm. not define you. They are a part of you. They are part of your story. They're part of the keychain that opens the greatness, the doors of your own greatness, but they don't define you. So you need to own your scars. All right, that is the one thing I know you can actually build on because I know a lot of you, a lot of us listening, always go back so often to these failures and, oh, what if this happens again? Or what if this person doesn't, uh, you know, uh, the, again betrays me again? Or what if I fall again? What if I go back to the gym and I stop? No. We'll deal with that when we get there, mm-hmm. all right? We just need to acknowledge that it happened, and this is what makes us us, but it does not define us, and we need to push forward, and that is the greatness that I know that awaits you, so it's what I got.
1: I love it. Ah, uh, I love it. That was great. That was so good. That was so, so good. Thank you, Olivier. Thank you so much for not only having me, I was truly honored.
0: I appreciate you so much. This was an amazing exchange. Like I, I can see, I feel the love. Like Mm -hmm. I genuinely feel it. Um, not to cut you off, but you really touched me. I really want you to know this. Like they really touched me. Like, you know, you send me to a lot of places. I was not (laughs) expecting this by any means. This was like, it's a great way to close out the year. I want to really want to thank you. I really want to thank you for this. Like it's, it means a lot to me. You know, see so much care and so much like, you know, empathy, just so much openness and so much, so much support. Damn, you really went to a lot of episodes, man. <laughs> Thank you very much, Kika. I really appreciate you for this, man.
1: My pleasure. It was a privilege to be here.
0: Man, guys, another episode of the Awakened the Awesome Podcast. Look it out again, locking out the year 2021 in, again, such an, such an energy filled way. Go show my friend Kika the best of support. Where can we connect with you, my dear?
1: Um my personal page is Kikado Booz, Booze, and of course Hades Corner is my baby. Um so Hades Corner on IG, on LinkedIn, you'll find me on Aikado Booz. I'm uh, yeah, pretty much Aikado Booze on every platform and uh, Facebook, IG, LinkedIn.
0: I'll make all the Hades connections corner. happen. I'll make all the connections happen and guys, please go show. You got some wonderful, wonderful support cause she definitely deserves it. She's probably like, you know, vying for my job. Like, man, if I go through a coma, I know I have who to call up, but man, <laughs> it was an amazing exchange. If you guys appreciate this, please do share. Uh, again, as you know, the episode, I'll have all the web presences. Once the episode goes live, guys, love yourselves, love each other, forgive yourselves. Understand that you made it this far. 2021 is coming to a close. Uh, When you're going to catch this during the holidays, have a happy, safe holidays. Stay safe. And the podcast will be back early 2022. Love you guys. Stay blessed. Stay safe. And as always do, stay awesome. This has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome podcast. We always love to get your feedback. So please do drop us a line via Instagram, Facebook, or email. Our email address, awakentheawesome at gmail.com. Do visit our official website at AwakendTheAwesome.ca, where you can find our entire back catalog of episodes and incredible guests. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, give us a rating, and leave us a review, as this helps us tremendously in growing this podcast and spreading the word to more awesome listeners like you. We always appreciate your support, and thank you for listening. Stay awesome.